Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studio, presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! score. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez. Live and local, broadcasting from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. It is Gabe and Ant holding you down for another hour. Not only talking about our Chicago Bears, but, you know, the NFL season is almost here, so we get an opportunity to pick the brain of one of my favorites, and he joins us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. He's the anchor at the NFL Network as well as the host at Sirius XM, Michael Yam. Welcome to the show. Gabe, good to be with you, man. And it's always good to uh, to hear your voice, buddy. I feel like it's been a minute for us. Mike Jam, no doubt, my friend. Really appreciate (laughs) you being on with us tonight, especially in the midst of training camp, all the storylines that have been playing out, both positive and negative around the league. But now we are close, ever closer to the actual regular season kind of starting up here. Oh, yeah. You, and you know that, man, what it's like for some of these players. You know, the more and more conversations I have with guys that have either played in the league or playing in the league, you hear about the monotonous nature that comes with the preseason. Uh, I've been at enough practices over the last couple of weeks to see how chippy it can get uh, amongst teams when it's their own team. And then obviously when you got some of these dual practices, sometimes uh, some scrums actually break out. We saw that the other day. Uh, with the Panthers and, and the Vikings, or excuse me, the Panthers and the Patriots, those two teams get after it. So uh, week one, I don't think, can come fast enough for all of us. Now, you know, obviously there's still a lot of drama, a lot of interesting storylines, one of them involving Tom Brady. And, you know, you had just heard Todd Bowles say, I know exactly when he's coming back. The problem is nobody else does. Uh, yeah. What's your take on what's going on out there in Tampa Bay? Did you guys hear this rumor that he's like the mass singer? Is that like a yeah. real thing that's going on? <laughs> Hey, hey, the, the first rule about the mask Singer is you don't talk about who's under the mask. That's the, that's the key there, Mike. You're right. You're right. That is my bad. Um, I heard that one today at work, and I'm thinking to myself, I missed that one, and I just thought I got a big kick out of it. Um, you know, look, at, at the end of the day, is it, is it an issue? Uh, sure, if you want to go down that path, if it was anyone not named Tom Brady, if it was someone on a new roster who's not familiar with this offense. I'll tell you, for me, 
from an offensive standpoint, the Jenkins injury at center to me is more meaningful than Tom not getting reps in, in practice and in the preseason with some of his guys. I'm just not overly concerned about that aspect of it. His entire career has been about elevating other guys. We've seen it the last couple seasons, you know, and look, you know, Godwin being healthy and Mike Evans, like the reality is those guys know what to expect. And I think he's going to elevate the rest of those players, but I'll say this, when when Jenkins went down and we were showing some of that footage at that press conference right after on NFL Network, I'm like, yo, it looked like someone took Tom's lunch. Um, and it, it, it really, it was disconcerting to see that level of disappointment and dejection that's there. Uh, so look, is there some concern, at least from an offensive line? I mean, enough of our guys, and Anthony, you know this you know full well, the one thing that has bothered Brady is when guys start, you know, are able to penetrate right in front of his grill and bodies are flying towards his legs. You know, this is not, you know, you guys are in Chicago. It's not a Justin Fields type of quarterback who's ridiculously athletic and getting outside of the pocket. So that to me is one of the larger concerns that I don't think enough people are talking about. And I, I do wonder when you look at Tampa, and so there, there's a level of comfort that folks have with the Bucks just because Tom Brady tends to win everywhere, every season throughout yeah. his career up to this point. But personnel-wise, it was an older roster that, that seemed to get yeah. older as the season went on last year. Um, with, with that in mind, and Todd Bowles in his first season really running the whole show there, do you still see the Bucks as, as one of these squads with all the injuries they're suffering in the preseason that they're a title contender? Yeah, I actually asked Anthony, for me, it actually makes, I'm not as worried only because of the migration of talent that we've seen from an NFC standpoint to the AFC. You know, if the Bucks were playing in the AFC, I'd sit there and go, oh, okay, like this might be a little bit tougher for them to navigate. I don't look around the NFC and say, oh my God, there are these ridiculously unbeatable teams, teams that have gotten significantly better. Um, you know, like I look at, to your point, we were just talking about the Bucks and some of the flaws there. Okay, yeah, but they're still on the short list of teams that I would say have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. I look at Green Bay and say, did they get better? They, they lost the best wide receiver in the sport in Devontae Adams. So to me, there's some teams that are lurking. I still think the Bucks, though, have as good a chance as anyone to make that run. And, you know, down the stretch last year, I, I can't imagine how different this would have been if Antonio Brown didn't implode, if Chris Godwin didn't go down um, with the ACL. Maybe we're talking about a different result because they were knocking on the door. We have seen them and Brady and this team, you know, peak when these games matter the most. And look, am I disappointed that Gronk's not going to be out on the football field for sure? But to me, this is still a team that still has a chance to compete for another Super Bowl title. We're talking to Michael Yam from the NFL Network and Sirius XM right here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. You know, I've, I've, I've won too much money with Tom Brady to think otherwise <laughs> when it comes to him. But there's another quarterback that I want to talk to you about, Michael, and yeah. that's Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I look at what's going on in San Francisco, and Jed York just said it. He's like, hey, man, I have no problem keeping him around. But his his money, his contract becomes guaranteed on September 10th. Is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be a member of the San Francisco 49ers on September 11th? No, would highly, highly, highly doubt it. I was actually in the Bay Area for practice uh, two times over the last couple of weeks or so. There's a weirdness that's there, and I mean this in, in the nicest way possible. You know, it's an open practice, the two that I was at. Fans are allowed to go. What was fascinating to me is Jimmy comes out, and he's coming off the shoulder injury. He's working out behind these bleachers where the fans are sitting. The fans start turning around, and they're watching Jimmy 
throw behind the bleachers instead of watching the team <laughs> practice on the field. And I'm sitting there going, like, this is the weirdest thing in the world to me. Look, Jimmy, I, I actually give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit. They, they've and John Lynch, right? Like they went down this path. They they gave up resources. They moved up in the draft to go and take this guy. You, you kind of have to play them. And I think what's frustrating is this is a roster that's ready to win right now, and you get a known commodity and a winner in Jimmy Garoppolo. The problem is twofold. They went and drafted Trey because Jimmy had a problem staying healthy consistently. And Kyle Shanahan and Lynch were both on record. I actually had the Niners for the draft a couple seasons ago, and they said they wouldn't even be making this move if Jimmy – didn't have the health injuries. And and when he missed time, there was a significant drop-off in production for the Niners in terms of wins and losses. They felt they had to upgrade, and I really do think Trey Lance is an upgrade for this team. But now, all of a sudden, you're seeing this, right? Like, in conjunction with the Sean Watson situation, um, you guys watch Bears and, and, uh, and Seahawks. I don't know if we're leaving – you know, that particular match of feeling overly confident in Geno Smith and, and certainly Drew Locke, we've gotten to see him in a Denver uniform. I still think there's a world that exists, and I don't think it comes via trade, but I think the Niners might have to, to pull the strings and, and just release him at some point because you can't afford the $24 million cap hit. I do not think they keep him on the roster to be a piece where he's not, he's not, guys, he's not even on the practice field with them. He is away from this team at the facility, but he's not practicing with the team. So they have distanced himself. I'd be shocked if he was still on the roster. That's a really, really interesting note, and specifically that observation about folks watching Jimmy G on a different field during the practice field. That's, a, that's really good stuff from Mike Yam on Twitter, at Mike underscore Yam of the NFL Network, here with us on the Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas hotline. So we have a situation here in Chicago that you might be aware of with the starting inside linebacker, Roquan Smith who's in, a, in the midst of a hold-in and represents himself. There's a, another situation with one of the star players in the National Football League, former league MVP Lamar Jackson, represents himself. He's put a deadline on this negotiation, saying if they don't have a deal by the start of the regular season, he's done talking, and it's gonna, that's going to make it into a contract year for Lamar Jackson. Compare and contrast the situations for us with a, a linebacker who's still in his rookie deal versus a former MVP quarterback who's still yeah. on his rookie deal. Yeah, Anthony, it's really fascinating. And I and look, for a guy that's had an agent and had multiple agents, I get not wanting to cut that check every month. Like, I totally <laughs> embrace that. I always tell young broadcasters, like, hey, hold off on that agent thing until you can't anymore. You want to keep as much of that cash as possible. I, I respect it. Um, I do think it can get awkward. Now, when you're the one at the negotiating table, to me, there's some conversations that will probably be had that are – are unique. I think the Lamar situation is crazy to me. I, I'd love to know what's happening behind closed doors, guys, for that deal not to get done yet. What are you going to do? Not pay him? You're not going to give right. him like this, a massive deal? As the clock continues to tick, the deal just gets bigger and bigger, right? Like this is just the world that we live in in the NFL positional value, especially at the quarterback spot for a proven winner whose offense clearly goes through Lamar. He's going to get paid. What is the holdup? You're, you're going to pay this guy. Get it over with. The, the Smith situation, A, I do like that both of these players are, are like at practice, the hold-in. Now, Lamar obviously is practicing with the team, which is a little different than Rokon Smith. But the hold-ins generally, that's a better approach than the hold-out. So I, I do think there's some middle ground uh, in terms of that negotiation that can happen. Now, his situation, Rokon Smith's situation, a little bit different, right? Like that fifth-year option is picked up. It could potentially franchise him. That's an option as well. I, 
you know, look, I mean, the level of play, he, he's another one. Like, we're talking about, what, one of the top five, seven linebackers that we have in the game, just in terms of his uh, experience slash knowing he's coming off of that rookie deal and what that production is. It makes sense from a Chicago perspective to go and sign him and, and lock him up. You go and you draft players like this, and the whole point is to hit on these guys, and they have. So I understand Smith wanting to get paid. I just would love to know some of the intricate details around that negotiation. Is Chicago trying to to get out and not pay uh, like Fred Warner type money? Like I, maybe that's it, and maybe Rokon Smith's looking for something along those lines. But you, and you guys might know the numbers offhand. You know, what's that franchise tag? Somewhere, what, 17, 18 million? I think Warner's deal was like 19 a year, so it's a, a smidge less than that. Look, either way, the leverage right now is all Chicago, so I, I think a deal has to get done, um, but it is a little unfortunate the way this thing is playing out. Mike, I love hearing you talk about NFL, so I, it's only fitting I have to ask you about our Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields, and yeah. your thoughts on him. What do you think he, What do you, What do you think of him as a quarterback, and, and what, I don't want to say tier, but what tier do you think, think he fits into? You know, I can't help but think that if Justin Fields was not part of this Chicago offense a season ago and was in a different scenario, we'd be talking about him very differently. I think, you know, people nationally respect his game. Hell, I was one of those guys when he got drafted. Oh, my God. Anthony, I think I might have even texted you around that draft and said, I'm not even a Bears fan. I was happy for Chicago fans because I thought that highly of Justin Fields. I got an opportunity to watch a ton of his games in college, a superior athlete who I actually think is, um, you know, in terms of his throwing ability, like a, a guy that really can execute. It was tough to watch him run for his life last year. And I'll be honest, I think if it was a quarterback um, that had more experience that, you know, was in the league for five or six years, still would have struggled in this offense. The, the lack of production at times was a little scary. And I think it's scary for a guy that's as athletic as Justin Fields. No, you almost got, you almost take advantage of the fact that he's got the ability to get away, but you can't make a living like that. And, and clearly, you know, the Bears organization knew that. And that's why you've seen a change here. But I, I got to hope that there's a little bit more. And I think we saw that a little bit yesterday, too. I actually went back and, and watched a little bit of, of um, the series with him. You know, it, it's encouraging seeing some of that play action out there. I think you need to have as much movement as possible around him. Um, Kyle Shanahan, not to make this a Niners conversation, but I think he does a pretty good job offensively in terms of scheme to try to make things up appear different. I think you'll see more of that play action from the Chicago Bears team, much like I think you're going to see from a Niners perspective with a, a quarterback that's athletic, just like uh, Justin is in Trey Lance. Mike, before we let you run, Gabe and I were on last night. We were talking about, of course, the Big Ten news and the, the media rights deal that was fairly oh, historic yeah. in its dollar amount. And um, obviously the, the news that it's affected, you and I became friends working together at the Pac-12 Network where not only the network itself, but the Pac-12 conference at large, losing USC and UCLA and seeing the dollar figure that's out there for the Big Ten and seeing that come to fruition yesterday, that's why the L.A. market is now going to be Big Ten country. Just wondering, and, you know, saw you were part of the the article that The Athletic put out and having some quotes there about the network that we both worked at and loved and now seeing how things are just really tenuous on the West Coast from a college football perspective. Just uh, your your thoughts on the Big Ten deal yesterday and just how it kind of shapes the future of college football. Yeah, I think we still lean 
at towards these super conferences that are out there. I, I, look, these shorter long, these short shorter deals. Like I don't think the world exists anymore where you're going to see rights negotiations. Like when the Pac-12 negotiates theirs, you're not going to see a 10-year deal. I think what the ACC has done, they're locking their rights till till 2036. I think mm. that league is in real danger, more so in some regard than the Pac-12. The problem is the inventory, those time slots. Um, there's some value there from an ESPN perspective, but you lose the LA market and that drop-off is so significant. I think the disappointing thing is, even if you're talking about Power 5 conferences, it's really just Power 2 conferences. And when that happens, that gap that's already been pretty big in terms of payout per year, the resources in the Big Ten and the SEC are going to be more significant. And I hate to say that the Big 12, Pac-12, and then eventually maybe even the ACC, I don't want to call it like G5 kind of status in terms of resources, but in a few years, it's going to look like that. You know, if the Pac-12 negotiates this right deal, Anthony, and they're getting between 40 and $50 million per year uh, to each school, I mean, how are you supposed to compete with the schools in the Big Ten that are looking at $75, $85 million a year? That gap is just so darn large. I just don't know how you stay competitive. And to me, that's the worst part about all this from a college athletics standpoint. I, I hope, look, the playoff expansion comes. Anthony, we've talked about that over the years, you know, working together. I, I think that still happens. But we're still going to be talking about, what, four or five teams from the Big Ten, four or five teams from the SEC – dominating what could be a 12-team playoff. And to me, then you're talking about, what, Notre Dame and then, what, Clemson and then pick a school in the Big 12 and the Pac-12. There's just still – there's a lot of problems. And, look, kudos to the Big 10 schools, man. Those resources are going to be great and they're going to be super competitive. And from a fan's perspective, Anthony, how great are those games going to be on Saturday in that league? It's going to be awesome to watch. So I net out going, all right, as a football fan, I get great games on Saturday, but the the national narrative of getting competitiveness across the board at, at the Power 5 level, I just don't think is going to exist. I love when Anthony Heron shares his friends with me because they're always so intelligent <laughs> and so full of, full of life. So I need a couple more new ones. So I'm glad we were able to get you on, Mike. Thanks for hanging out with us today, all right? Absolute pleasure, guys. Always appreciate the invite, Anthony. I hope the family's doing great, man, and, and can't wait to ca- catch up off air. Mike Jam. <laughs> I love it. Joining us right here from the NFL Network and Sirius XM on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. More NFL talk on the other side. I think we need to really talk some more about where these, this Bears team is going to fit up. Talk, re, yeah. re, 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 restart the concept and the conversation about how many wins this team's going to have because I need someone to manage my expectations. So we'll do that on the other side. Again, he's Anthony here, and I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we're back live with more of anthony heron and gabe ramirez on 670 the score and odyssey station we are live and local Right here on 670 The Scores, Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron. And if you guys didn't know, Ant and I, we do a little show. Small little baby one. It's called Bears Unleashed. Are you ready for the uh, meeting on Wednesday? It's going to be the first official formation of the year. We're going to huddle up on Wednesday with the suits, with the boss people, with you and me and Cassie Carlson. I, I got to meet Cassie for the first time at the uh, the Bears' first preseason game. We hadn't met in person before that, and obviously she did an outstanding job there. It's going to be fun, man, as you know. We like to have a, a good time on Unleashed anyway, adding Cassie into the mix, leading the way for us. It's going to be real cool. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Wednesday. Yeah, she's, a, um, she, she's, a, she's lively. She's energetic. She's knowledgeable. She's fun. So it's going to be a, a, a unique situation where we step in with a new host. I let yeah. her know what a horrible person you were, oh, and to she knows at that all at all costs to 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 try to keep her distance yeah. whenever possible. I say that and to everybody: keep okay, her distance. Yeah. She, yeah, she you don't want to get too close. That. Yeah, she, I, she I could refute that. Are we gonna? We need to do something different with the show. I feel like it has the the potential to, you know, to allow for segments and everything. You know, I don't want to do the same thing. We got a new crew now. You know what I mean? So we got to okay. do something different. Trying to switch it on them? Flip mode? I, I'm trying to, but, you know, sometimes it's tough to get people to do it. So that's why I'm mentioning it to you on the air in front of everybody. So All right. So now it's in the cosmos. Yeah. It's out there. So now we know it actually has to happen then since you've uttered it 
on these airwaves. Like uh, you, you got any ideas? You pitching anything? You want to like have a a dance off, like one segment each week or something like that? What I want people to, to I want people to watch the show, Anthony Heron. I want them <laughs> that'd to actually, be a strong start. That'd yeah. be a tough start right there. Uh-huh. That think it's like some uh, Soul Train twenty twenty two Soul Train. That's what they think it'll be. But Bears Unleashed airs Friday and Saturday, nine thirty p.m. on Fox thirty two throughout the entire season. And you do get an opportunity to see us, both Anthony and I, mm-hmm. as well as Cassie Carlson. But you get an opportunity to just get some different Bears takes, man. It's a little more lighthearted, a little more fun. Right. And you need to do that with this season that's, that's upon us. And, I mean, if, as you're looking at this team, you know, the Bears are 2-0 right now. Are they going to win more than two games this season, though? Like, are they going to have more wins <laughs> in the regular season than the preseason? That's a real question. That's a valid question based off the way – that a lot of us are anticipating things may go during the regular season. Now, here's what I do think has been has been noteworthy, has been encouraging. Through two preseason games, it looks like the coaching staff is buttoned up, and you can see the players responding to it. And I was talking about this to Dan and Lawrence earlier today, that at least to see that, there's good evidence here early on that it's a staff that, that's been able to instill discipline in the team, and that's so key, man, because so many of these games around the NFL come down to teams losing the games and setting themselves up for defeat and making all these self-inflicted mistakes as opposed to the opponent going out there and truly outplaying them. And so it does feel like through two preseason games, it's a far more disciplined and organized ball club than it has been, than it had been in recent seasons that led to a lot of the frustration that a lot of us had just in seeing the way the games would play out. We also saw evidence through a couple of games, even saw more so last night in limited snaps that Justin Fields got, that the offense will suit his skill set, that the offense will be catered towards taking pressure not only off of him as a quarterback, but off of an inexperienced offensive line. That's going to be key as well. We were just talking to Mike Yam about that 49ers offense at Kyle Shanahan. A lot of things they do with a a variety of movement to the run game and misdirection with the screen game that's there to running backs and tight ends. All those things can allow sort of pressure release both mentally and physically off the quarterback and off the O-line. In the end, I'm still under the impression that there's a dearth of playmakers, but even a guy like Bayless Jones, who he doesn't necessarily look like he's ready for primetime on offense yet, but on special teams, that can be a huge field position advantage. It just seems like historically, man, throughout our entire lifetime, the Bears always tend to find some kind of a, a great punt and or kick returner. And it seems like Bayless Jones may be the next one in line for that. So special teams seems like they're going to be special this year. Defense, the defensive front concerns me quite a bit, but I like the secondary. I like if healthy. The linebacker core, I do have concerns about the D-line. I've got concerns about the offensive playmakers. But overall, if they're well coached, then they can at least set themselves up. You think back to a couple of seasons ago with the Miami Dolphins when they didn't necessarily have a lot of playmakers, but they were just well coached and they were disciplined and they were organized and they were in virtually every game and won a lot more games over the last two seasons than folks anticipated they would or should be winning, you know, Still end up leading to a firing and a lawsuit and everything else. But I think the Bears can maybe be built in an image similar to that. And you have a, a more a more talented quarterback, I think. And, and you know, not to take too much away from Tua, but Justin Fields, I would rate higher as far as just his overall ceiling and the potential he brings to the table than what Tua does. And so with that in mind, man, the Bears could still show that they're building towards something this year, even if the overall win-loss results, well, most of us don't anticipate that they're going to be very much in the Bears' favor this year. Bears. He's Anthony Heron. I'm Gabe Ramirez. 
This is 670 to score. And I'm going to circle back to your dislike of the defensive line. I'm going to circle back to that in a second. Okay. I, I got All some right. more questions about that. But I want to ask you, you know, you, you kind of alluded to it by mentioning the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to I said I said I need to put my emotions in check. So I'm trying to figure out who is the team that is most similar to the Chicago Bears or one or two teams. So we can be like, okay, th- this is who you are like. Is it is it I I won't even use Miami because you just did, but you know, is it the Cleveland Browns? Is it somebody more along the lines of like, you know, the Houston Texans where we're down super bad, you know, or is it, you know, a team that is kind of lingering around and you're not sure what you're going to get for them, like a Washington Commanders. Who, who's a team that you could group the Bears with? It's I got I have a hard time saying a, a team this season, like what that roster looks like this season to cop the Bears to, but looking back at years past where the Dolphins were one example I gave, I think the Bills, like early in, the, early in Josh Allen's time in Buffalo, I think the Bears could use that as a model as well where they didn't try to build everything around the quarterback. They built themselves up on the line of scrimmage. They built themselves up, especially on that defensive front. And then eventually, you know, because the offense didn't necessarily they built themselves up with the run game and the offense didn't have to be geared towards the, the passing talents, the overall talents of Josh Allen early in his career. And then he got deep into season three before you really saw kind of a guy who could be a special playmaker in the NFL show up more consistently. And then you get a record contract. And now he's a guy who you think year in, year out, he's going to be in that MVP conversation. But they really waited several years before surrounding him with more offensive weaponry. So I think there's a there's a template in place that's led to success. Now, Miami maybe had somewhat of a similar template. It hadn't led to as much success as we've seen in Buffalo, but two different quarterbacks. We'll see whether or not. I think Tua still got some potential to show he can be a a true winning quarterback in football and put up some better numbers, that sort of thing. I'm not completely out on Tua, but I don't think he's he's got a ceiling of being an an elite quarterback in football. But can he win games? I think he can if, if the Dolphins continue to kind of improve the infrastructure around him. But Buffalo, I think, is a good template that the Bears can look to for a squad that had a talented young quarterback but didn't put the world on his shoulders early in the career and still found a way to win games as they built up the roster and the infrastructure around him. And now you've seen how special Josh Allen's been able to turn into since then. That, to me, is a good recent template that they can try to model the direction of the franchise around. Yeah, I love those comparisons. I, I love teams like that because you, you, those are teams that are that have – when they always say that mantra, you know, get 1% better every day, mm-hmm. you know, that BS. They're a team that has actually <laughs> gone out and, and shown that, right? Yeah. It's a, an organization, a squad, players on every level. They're a team that has continuously gotten better. And, and you really do wish that for the Chicago Bears. Not, not even as a fan of the team itself, but a fan of the NFL. You just want some some love from the city of Chicago well, and I, to be out I there. I posed the question to to Patrick Finley earlier when we had him on, and I'm curious because, you know, Patrick, obviously, like, he's not from Chicago. He's from the West Coast, and he's a member of the, the Bears beat media, and so he's got to right. remove any passions from, from answering a question like, what is success for the Bears this year? But obviously, you wear your Bears heart on your sleeve. You're looking for an undefeated season, even in a year where a lot of folks think they're going to win maybe just two or three games. I'm wondering for you, Gabe, what does success for the Bears this season look like to you? Yeah, I think you have to. I think success is the eight win mark uh, for success. Okay. 
Okay. Because, you know, you're hearing a ton about evaluation, mm. and that doesn't necessarily sound like eight wins. That sounds like five wins to me, right? <laughs> you're, you're, you don't really care about the victories. You care more about pinpointing guys that are going to be part of your future. So that, that to me, would be par for the course. But when you're talking about success, when you're talking about can we get these guys to play at a higher level than they themselves think they're capable of, that comes when you win eight games, six games, is going to feel like a loss to me as a Bear fan because mm. they won six games last year. So, mm. I, and 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 the the thought and hope is, like you said a second ago, from these two preseason games, we can tell that the coaching staff has gotten it right. They are buttoned up. So, with what I feel like is a little bit more talent, a more seasoned quarterback, a consistent running back in David Montgomery, you know, a hodgepodge of of of, of receivers that can, you know be somebody that can contribute to the success of your team, a better co-commit, a couple of guys more on defense. You can't tell me that you're going to win six games again. So it has to be. So a completely new roster is, uh, is what it sounds like you just named there. Like if everybody is different and better, then the Bears themselves will be better. But they got to work with the roster they got this year, Gabe. Right. Well, but that's what I'm saying. These guys that are there, they they should be better than the team that was last year. So when you're asking me you. what a success looked like, it looks like more than six victories. And then mm-hmm. I would say seven but even there at seven, you still you're still like muddled with the six or seven. You know how much better was it? What can you really pinpoint? But if you say eight, if, if hmm. the Bears f around and win eight games, <laughs> like then you could look at them and be like, y'all better be twenty three Super exactly. Bowl. You better be worried about these Bears. <laughs> Don't talk to me that we're at the bottom of the league anymore because we just want eight uh, games with nothing. Let us uh, make some moves. Let us use this free agency dollars. Let us do that. So that's what success looks like. It could be. You know, obviously, I could, I could be extremely delusional in thinking that that's a possibility, mm-hmm. but but I do look at it as success. I don't see it as statistics for Justin Fields or Darnell Mooney getting thirteen hundred yards instead of the thousand. I don't see it as Kokomet getting five touchdowns. No, I see it as the team capitalizing on turnovers, scoring more points than they did last. Those are the little things. Being competitive to the point where you've won eight and you've lost a couple heartbreakers. And you're you're saying to yourself, in a few years, this team's going to be good. And I, I think a lot of that can be achieved without the Bears winning nearly or more than half their games. An eight-win season will be a home run for this squad with this roster this year. Now, you know, I'm not going to completely count that potential out until seeing them in a regular season game because right now, even the dudes who are really expected to be counted on. I think we know what David Montgomery looks like in a Bears uniform at this point. That's cool, but we haven't seen the wide receivers yet, at least the ones who are expected to be right. at the top of the roster. We finally got to look at Bayless Jones on a football field. There's a, there's a lot of potential that's there. We've been talking about the hodgepodge that is the Bears' offensive line at the moment. How much potential is there once you get a Lucas Patrick back at center? And that, that was one thing you know we didn't get around to asking Patrick Finley about because nobody really knows the timeline for sure. So if we asked him, it would have just been guesswork on his part. But there's potential. There's conjecture that maybe he's expected back if not by the opener, perhaps early in the season. So once you do get what's viewed as your best five out there for the O-line, how much growth can be there just based off of nothing else by Luke Getze operating adequately as a play caller, putting them in a better position for success than what we've seen the O-line put in in years past by Matt Nagy. So a lot of that is still you know unanswered questions that can be there where maybe – this coaching staff can put the players in a position to really maximize their potential because it did feel like there were a lot of things schematically that were, were kind of dragging the players back or plateauing the players at a level 
that didn't really meet what it felt like their potential was. So that I'm, I'm not going to say that winning half or more than half the games is an impossibility. It's not an expectation I have until maybe I'm pleasantly surprised by, by some of the other playmakers that I don't necessarily know I'm confident are there on the roster at the moment. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a fun season. I can't say yeah. it. I can't say it enough. It's going to be fun, and I, and I, I just really hope that if we are talking about Bears losses, they aren't embarrassing ones. There you go. What success? Stop being embarrassed every damn week. <laughs> don't be embarrassed out there. Don't on make Sundays. don't make me look like a fool having <laughs> having to stand up for this damn team, and don't make Anthony and I look like a fool having to go on TV afterwards and try to speak highly of this squad that just embarrasses us. But I don't think that's going to be the case this year, Ant. I hey, really what don't. do we know about uh I don't know if you've already like debuted if I'm asking you something you're not allowed to say publicly yet. What's happening to you and Corey this year? We we out and about on the road? Yeah, again? yeah. We actually All just right. did our promo shoot on Wednesday, Corey Wooten and I. We uh we hung out, we went to Rosebud restaurant well, of right here. Of course you hung out. That's what y'all do. That's what we do. And it was so funny because <laughs> so so we go to Rosebud. And you know that the the rosebuds. Now, which here. one? Because it's right. like eight different rosebuds, and the one in our they're building. all under like different ownership now right. somehow. But they're still rosebuds. The one in our building in, in the Prudential Building, right off of Rand- okay. Randolph and uh, right by That's Michigan. A good spot. Uh-huh. So when they opened back up, because you know they used to be like Tavern on the Park or whatever. Yeah. And so when they opened up, I was still at B ninety six, and they were like, "Hey, come down. We're trying to you know get some exposure." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I went down there. You know, the media thing. They give you a free meal. You, you mm. put them on social media. You're like, "That's what's up." And then yesterday, though, I said to myself, you know, because they give you the card all the time. Hit me up whenever you need anything. I right, got you. Right. And I said, I'm not going to use this for no, like, my wife or anything, my mom. But, <laughs> but, but when I'm a Corey Wooten, I'm going to call somebody. So I, call, so I called up my guy, Marco. I'm not going to use this for my no, wife. No, not regular people. I need to make it, like, I got to make a statement. So I called right. up Marco, and I'm like, listen, man, I'm on my way to Rosebud. I'm going to be with Corey Wooten, former Bear. I was like, you know, are you going to be there? And he was like, no, nah, but as for Lou, he's a good dude. So... We walk in and Lou, the general manager of Rosebud right here, it's always a good thing when they're a huge fan of the Bears because then you know what time ah, okay. it is. You're like, oh, I'm ordering the steak because this is going to be for, for, for sure for free. <laughs> so Lou, Lou actually ended up taking care of us. We didn't we didn't eat a lot. We actually split a salad and some some pasta and just had a drink. Split a salad with Corey? Salad and pasta, man. I know. Trust me. Corey, the way Corey was looking at me, I was a little worried. <laughs> His big ass. I, I mean, yeah, man. Corey didn't strike me as a split a salad kind of guy. Now, now, like Izzy, Israel Adonijay, man, like Izzy will split a salad in a heartbeat, man. He has done the vegetarian thing. Okay. He's done the vegan thing. And Izzy makes me look small, just like Corey does. Yeah. Now we got all these mammoth individuals walking the earth who are herbivores all of a sudden, like a like a brachiosaurus out there. Corey's neck is about as well, long as a brachiosaurus, No, the too. funny thing was last year he tried to go, to go that route. He's like, I ain't eating no more red meat. I'm doing So we would do these events. <laughs> these bears brewing views and he'd be like i'll be like let me get chicken wings and some tater tots and they'll be like let me get a salad with some chi- with some no chicken i don't eat no meat right, get up so the here. first thing i said to him when i saw him this time i was like don't tell me you're still in that no meat kick he's like nah you know it's been a busy couple of months i've just been eating whatever I want to. <laughs> nfl players man they're, they're bound to get you've done a good job of staying in shape but they're bound to put on the weight because you can't work out like that forever and that's, that's the, the thing man that's the thing because we still when you get fresh out of your playing career and Corey's younger than i am so he's really just getting to the space in his life where he's recognizing his body doesn't respond like it used to so you would still out of the playing career if you're a lineman and you'd have to work to stay bulky and big and tough maintain the mass you need yeah and you would just consume all these calories but you would burn thousands of calories on a daily basis so it didn't matter 
It matters now <laughs> when you're a civilian and you got to get accustomed. I mean, to that, metabolism man. slows down it in your really late thirties. Yeah. It does. It's a different animal. You got to kind of adjust to that clock. And I think Corey's finally getting to the age where he recognizes some of these adjustments have to happen. Try to tell him. He he always he always uh, he loves the fact that I'm older than him. So he always tries to bring that up, and I'm just like, Corey, you're a fool. You're old. Dominican Corey, stop it, okay? Just stop right, it right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got, we got, uh, we're gonna end the show. We always do Twitter time. I've taken my uh, my my time away from my kids and my wife, and I and I scroll Twitter and I find some interesting stories, not just from sports but also pop culture. So I'll talk to you, and then Ant and I will dissect them on the other side. Anthony here and Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio six seventy The Score. Chirp chirp. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only know, want to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, chirp. It's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron. Ending the show on a high note, man. It's Friday. You guys need to enjoy your weekend. So we go around the Twitter sphere and talk about some stuff that's out there. A little pop culture, a little bit of sports. First one's from Layla Rahimi, one of our favorites here at 670 Uh-oh. The Score. She wrote, sometimes my cold, dead heart. That's so funny. Sometimes my cold, dead heart is warmed by my high school friends texting me out of nowhere for the first time in years. And then I just reply with their nicknames in all caps and we just yell about sports and pick up. Where we just left off. The reason why I want to bring that up, and how many friends, friends, and I mean those that you speak to more than, or at least once a month, mm. do you still have from high school? <laughs> once a month? Well, uh, let me think. Two? I okay, guess. that's a lot. Now, see, the difference is because, like, for me, I would say I communicate more with my college friends than my high school friends. Sure. We moved around so much over the years. So I got a couple of high school friends who I'm still like in that kind of close community, like non non social media, you know, yeah. comment Facebook or IG or whatever kind of They're stuff. Around. As far as just like texting back and forth, it was more of my college friends who I'm in like more constant communication with in the high I school crowd. How that, about you? That, that's why I was impressed with her because 
you know, it's good to have friends from high school still that you rock with. I got mm. I got a couple that I still rock with. Lane Tech was a big school, so you know okay. you're bound to. And then I played basketball and football there, so like, you know you're bound to have some friends that just still kick it. But on the book, it's almost mm. like you see everybody all the time. That's what right. ends up, that's what ends up happening. Sure, on the book. Sure. This is from the Marquee Sports Network. From Mid Reyes is tied for the most triples in Major League Baseball this week. Tied with Shohei Otani, the man that can't seem to stop breaking records. Um, I guess my question there is, uh, this guy was left for dead. Seems I guess I asked you, Tyler. This guy was left for dead. Are you excited with what you got so far? Or you feel like he's going to continue the success for your team? I think he'll continue the success. Nobody cares. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Next one, next one. Let's, let's go. Uh, this is from Huffington Post. It says an Australian television company CEO insulted Amelia Clark at a premiere for HBO's House of Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones, I guess. And the fans did not take it well. They started heckling the guy after he did so. If there's one thing I know is that the Throners, or no, excuse me, mm. when, when Game of Thrones fans get Throners, you, Thrones. <laughs> you cannot mess with those dudes. Are you, either of you guys Game of Thrones fans? I am until, I mean, I still am, but the eighth season was kind of That's what I hear. disappointing. <laughs> Never but watched. I still loved it. Never watched it. My wife just like, I tell you, the joke goes. I said, "Baby, this is corny," and she says, "Corny, you watch the Flash." And so, uh, I to, so I'm stuck <laughs> with that. But uh, we'll sure, we'll sure. see how that one goes. This one from Zach Cruz, two on Twitter, talking about Packers Jordan Love. So Jordan Love has completed 75 percent of his passes, and his passer rating is 115 so far this week. The box score does tell the story. He's dealing. Anthony Heron. What are your thoughts on Jordan Love? Do you think he's ever going to have a career in Green Bay, or do you think he's going to move on from that team where they're going to move on from him? Nah, he's, he's going to have to move on somewhere else. I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere anytime soon. He's looking at Tom Brady playing at the age of 45 and may have made an additional financial commitment to keep him as the quarterback. So there's going to come a point here. It's probably not not this season, obviously, but over the next year or two where they're, they're going to move on, try to trade him for some more assets. So they're just hoping that maybe they get him enough tick in the preseason, right. blow out here or there where they just make it seem like he's worthy of somebody's high draft pick. Hey, man, keep him on the bench as long as you can, and then chirp, chirp. trade him. Next one's from <laughs> Deadline Hollywood. I'm interested, and if you're going to watch this, Carmelo Anthony's teamed up with Westbrook Studios and Falcon Entertainment on 7, a four-part docuseries which Anthony's company, Creative 7, will also produce. Are you to interested do. in a Carmelo what? Anthony four-part documentary? Like just about his life? <laughs> Maybe it's about the drama with him and Lala. Now that I'll watch. Uh, I can see it being very interesting, honestly. He had a I mean. really nice start of the career. As a Puerto Rican, I'm I'm like I have to watch that because, you know, whenever there's a Puerto Rican that has a documentary year, it's actually you either get it for Christmas or your Titi makes you makes you watch it. All right, next sure, one, I'll be sure. watching it though. He did put a court a real nice court in Puerto Rico. He's a Puerto Rican tattoo on his hand. Titles look at me like I'm crazy. Why do I keep mentioning <laughs> Puerto Rican? All right. This one from Deadline Hollywood says a spinoff of the 1986 John Hughes film Ferris Bueller's Day Off is in the works of Paramount Pictures titled Sam and Victor's Day Off. And oh, that's like from I feel like, you know, you're familiar with the film. What do you think about a spinoff and spinoffs in general? I was literally just saying this the other day. I, I think it was when I was in the Big Ten Network Studios. I think I was saying it off air to Rick Pizzo. Like, we were just getting ready to finish up the show. And I don't remember why Ferris. Oh, he had showed it to his son. He's got a teenage son. <laughs> and he said he had showed the original Ferris Bueller's Day off to his son. 
and how his son was just, you know, thought it was going to be booty at first. And then his son saw it was like, you know what? They actually had a good movie in the 80s. Who knew? He's so stupid. And I actually commented to Rick that, you know what? I'm shocked they haven't done a remake. All these remakes they're doing, ah. Roadhouse and everything else. I'm shocked they haven't done a remake of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You just told me something. I didn't know they were doing one. I love that. I love that. All right, last one. This is from Jordan Schultz at Schultz Report. It says, Manti Tales Netflix doc is a great example of a person who has every right to be bitter, yet somehow finds solace purpose in helping others. What society did to this man is not only unfair, but reprehensible. His NFL career was ruined by yet be ruined, and yet his daily mission is inspiring to others. I haven't watched this one yet, but I remember when that happened. I was on B96, and it was like a huge pop culture story, you know, just catfishing in general, Manti Teo. Mm. And it was such an unbelievable story that you couldn't help but to talk about it. Um, were you still calling college football at this time, and how did that affect you guys over there? Uh, I mean, I was definitely aware of the story. Yeah, I was kind of just getting into my college football broadcast career at that point, I think, when it was kind of coming up. And I wasn't really familiar with what catfishing was at the time, but became more familiar with it after that. And just I felt bad for Matt Titeo, man. He was one of the great linebackers in Notre Dame history, a linebacker in the thick of the Heisman conversation, a guy with a really strong faith, a really trusting individual, you know, deep Polynesian roots and everything. And, you know, for him to get taken advantage of like that, I, I don't necessarily think that's what ruined his NFL career. I just think he had a plateau as a, as a professional football player. But, man, a spectacular college career. Chirp, chirp. That's it. Twitter time coming to a close. At least this way you guys get a sneak peek into what things I find interesting. <laughs> that's that's what Twitter time is really about. A peek inside Gabe's brain. Exactly what I find interesting. I want to thank our guests today, Patrick Finley from the Sun-Times, Andy Martinez from the Marquee Sports Network, and, of course, Andy Mike Martinez. Yam. Dude, and Tyler and I were talking about how good Mike Yam was. Just super knowledgeable. Seemed like a really good dude. So no thank doubt. you so much for uh, lending your friends to our show. Hey, and you know what, man? It's worthy of a plug, too. Mike Yam actually wrote a children's book. It's called Fried Rice and Marinara because he's a, he's a you know comes from a multicultural family. He's part Asian, part Italian. So go ahead and read uh, Fried Rice and Marinara at some point if you can. Get around to it, folks. I love it, man. You got a great weekend. It's going to be raining a lot, so maybe you can go ahead and pick that up. I'm going to see the sky tomorrow, man. I'm going down to Wintrust. See if they can win game oh, two. Oh, I thought you were saying the sky like the air and water show. No. But that's uh, going to be fun, too. I've been listening to that practice last couple of days here. One last thank you to our producer extraordinaire, Tyler Beautyball, for holding us down this beautiful evening. Mi gente, I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Anthony Heron. Hasta la próxima. Until next time. Have a great weekend, guys. My goodness, that was sick. Breaking news on the score is brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day this baseball season. Listen to the Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. When I tried ordering everything online, my home renovation project fell apart. Thankfully, I found Studio 41. They guided me through the selection process and made sure I had what I needed for every step of the project. Visit ShopStudio41.com for a location near you. 
It's time to flip your car because Patrick is paying above and beyond for all trade-ins. Our huge inventory offers the largest selection of new and used cars around, so you can trade up, custom order, or buy right off the lot. Receive our exceptional Patrick promise, service, and more money for your vehicle. It's a Patrick thing. Visit a showroom or patrickcars.com today. That's the Patrick promise. Unlock big savings with 11% off everything at Menards. Coordinate the look of your home with complimenting finishes and styles from Schlag Lock Sets. Menards carries over 50 styles of interior and exterior lock sets. Check out our great selection to secure your home with a reliable, durable lock today. And save with 11% off all Schlag Lock Sets. Good through August 21st, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. I'm attorney Glenn Lerner. You never saw it coming. In the blink of an eye, a car wreck has left you seriously injured. You made it to the hospital and you received medical care, but your problems have only just begun. I'm attorney Kevin Rowe. After the wreck, how are you going to get the money you need to get your car fixed for medical bills for lost wages? How are you going to provide for your family now? Get the legal help you want when you need it most. Right now. Lerner and Rowe are the lawyers for you. Call 222-2222. Jonathan Faust, managing attorney. Glenn Lerner, licensed in Nevada only. All cases are different. No guarantee of recovery. 114 East Cermak, Chicago. If you are drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of the special IRS tax programs that are available and will free you from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardships consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, or you even have years of unfiled tax returns... There's no need to live in fear, but you have to call the Community Tax Helpline. Do not take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even go after your Social Security check. Call Community Tax today, 800-375-2621. To end your tax troubles, call now at 800-375-2621. Get a free consultation. Call 800-375-2621. That's 800-375-2621. There's magic in the world. People will tell you there isn't. Because they just want you to get back to work. And be quiet. And not ask questions. Those people need to call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. When you've seen the magic. And felt the magic. You can no longer deny. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.